Hi, and welcome to Mousebirds, your family travel planning experts, brought to you by the Tomorrowland Travel Authority Vacations Agency. Your hosts of this show are your agents, so we can help you plan your Universal, your Disney, or your cruise line vacations. Please send us an email at ttavacations at gmail.com. I'm your host, Ron, with my co-hosts, Laurel. Hey, guys. And Rachel. Hi, hi, hi. And today we're going to talk about a trip report for our recent trip to Universal Orlando and the Disney area. Uh, We just spent a week in mid-June down there, so we're going to talk about it. Uh, So we got in on a little bit of a midday later flight and just went to our hotel for the night. Uh, We had our timeshare, which is in Kissimmee. And then the next morning got up bright and early. And went to check into Volcano Bay. I mean, sorry. We went to check into Cabana Bay and use the early entry to go to Islands of Adventure. Uh, I absolutely love Volcano Bay. I mean, I love Volcano Bay, but I really, really love Cabana Bay. Yeah. Cabana Bay, besides being visually beautiful, it is chock full of little little details. It has that really high end Disney quality of theming that you know many of us from like the '90s are used to when Disney was really heavily focused on detailed theming for their resorts. It it, it's, it feels in so many ways like a Disney resort because of how heavily themed and how seamless the theming feels. But it also has a very universal you know feel as well. Universal kind of has their own you know, brand recognition. Yeah. There's, uh, it felt more mature, um, but, but like fun and lighthearted. And the color palette was very universal. Yeah. Whereas like sometimes with Disney, things can be a little bit brighter. Um, universal does things a little bit more muted. Um, the property itself, I love the way that the property is designed. It is not um, too challenging to get around. And it's very easy for anybody on either side of the resort to get to, um, the clubhouse area where uh, you have access to all of the different amenities and you know and there's so many different amenities at this resort for yeah. a value resort it's yeah to me it's the best value resort in Orlando and I don't mean just as a value resort I mean I think it's the best bang for your dollar yes. yeah. at any of the theme park hotels uh, and they have multiple pools they have ac- you have access to have, a bowling alley they have a lazy river they have a yep. slide you don't get those things at the Disney value resorts and the price is comparable if not less most of the time I think like when we were there like rack rate for just off the street was probably 150 a night for mid-June that's not bad and you know it's got a you've got food in the bowling alley you've got the Bayliner Diner we've stayed I've stayed we've stayed there before this is the first time we really ate there Mm -hmm. and it was good. The, the food was excellent, and there was lots of different options. Our daughter wanted pizza. She ate she ate so much universal pizza on this trip. Um, but what I also really love is the cafeteria, or the dining hall where you actually sit, uh, where that cafeteria is. Um, it has all of the theming for the the time period, obviously that we're like focused on for the resort. But they also have these giant TVs that are playing, kind of like when you're in the sci-fi movie theater. Yeah, like Mr. Potato Head commercials from the 60s, things like that. Yes, it was a lot of, like, old commercials and different things. And I I just, it just felt... It brings you back to the time period. Yeah, it just, it really, it it felt cozy and comfortable and accessible and, you know. And there's a bar at the bowling alley. Then there's Mm -hmm. two pools. There's a bar at each pool that serves food. So you got tons of options here. Um, so outside of like the pool and the food, like what was your favorite part about your room, your accommodations itself? Like, did it have a great view or oh, was we it actually did have a good view? <laughs> yeah, we didn't pay for any kind of view. We just got a standard view and I'm obviously we're overlooking a parking lot, but then we could see parts of the theme parks. We nice. could mm-hmm. see, we could see the volcano. We, from not from our room. That was on the oh, sorry. Side. You're right. When we were, yeah, when we were at the, yep, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> we, we could see, like, Rip Ride Rocket. We could see yes. H- uh, Hogwarts Castle. You but could then... actually see the theme parks from your room. Yep. Nice. And then... And, and, and at night, you can see all the beautiful lighting from the parks, nice. which is nice. 
And then on the other side, you could see some of the stuff, like, more, like, the attractions into, like, the iDrive area. Yes. Which are, you know, interesting to look at. Uh, Andy had a great time looking at them. No, I mean, we didn't spend a lot of time in the room, which isn't the biggest room. I, It's not a small size. It's not, like, a cruise line room, but it's not. Yeah. yeah. But for the, for the money, you're getting a nice, ba- like, the bathroom it's separated so the toilet and the mm-hmm. tub are in one are yeah. in a, behind a door, mm-hmm. but you have a nice big sink area. Yes, there's a lot of space uh, for three people to get ready. A good uh, so nice size bathroom. That's uncommon. I feel like even yeah, at the val- at the value resorts, the bathroom areas is kind of chancy. Some the, of them are kind of bigger and some of them are not, but it really depends on how well, big the vanity area yeah, is. Yeah, Disney mm-hmm. has like the closet built in. The closet was separate yes, here. Yes. So that made it feel a little better. It's a nice wide kind of, I mean, uh, the space was a little smaller, but it reminded me of like the Wilderness Lodge kind of what, what our room at the last time we had the Wilderness Lodge. Like definitely the... Uh, the water closet slash tub room mm-hmm. was tight, was tight. Yeah, but if you get the suite, tight. those are separated out yeah, with true. the vanity in the middle. So that really helps there. So we didn't have a suite this time. We had a suite last time. Um, the suite is excellent. The suite? Yeah, totally worth it. If you have kids and you know that you want to have separated spaces where they're going to bed early, um, that's a, a really great opportunity to have their space separate. That way you can stay up and watch TV. you're going to spend more than like four or five days in like the room might start feeling a little tight so the suite would add on a little bit. But that's it's not true. much more for the suite. And the suite also has a, a dinette kitchenette space. Oh, nice. So you have a microwave. Yes. Like Everybody's got a fridge with so a like, little bit of a microwave. Yeah. So you could bring food back and reheat it. That makes a difference. And there's space to... And there's like a sink out there. So there's space to like make a little bit of breakfast and yeah. things like what, that. What was nice about that when we did the suite last time was Andy was probably, what, almost two? Two? Yeah, she two was two. Two and a half-ish, something like that. Not even. Um, and, you know, I mean, she wasn't, you know, like on formula with bottles anymore. But, you know, we still had certain regimen. Like she had, she had to have her milk, her nighttime milk at the time. She had to have certain were, were you able colder foods. Milk at the at the hotel. Well, well I mean, we we always do the spread off from the condo, so we could we bring things in like a cooler bag or whatever. Yeah, we. Yeah. That was the time we drove we drove down that trip, so we had the cooler bag and stuff to do uh, all those kind of things. Yeah. This time we didn't bring anything other than her normal. We just overpacked her snack bag. Yeah, so and she brought had, that this yeah. time. And so we didn't need to have any real cold things uh, except for like maybe some cheeses that she had that were we could sufficiently put into the mini fridge but that was in the regular room. The uh, food court had a big like package drink like a you know oh, bottle good. drink area and stuff mm-hmm. like that. I didn't really go into the. They have a Universal store. Where I didn't really go into, but it had all this. I, I went into the, the store with you Andy. Did? Okay. Yeah, we take it, it's all of the standard stuff. Um, but they have some other things that are uh, like clearly as a resort guest you would need. And they have a lot of branded resort merchandise, yes. which you don't so see. Cabana, yes, there was Cabana, Cabana Bay Resort yes. items. I will yeah. say we I did look at that, and I was that that's cute. We and I'm I passed by that store multiple times, and I was very close. Because <laughs> I didn't even have trouble finding pins for the Disney Value Resorts, other than Art of Animation sells some stuff, but like yeah, the others don't. Um, so that was great. It's a we walked. Oh, we, that, yeah. So talk so, about the locations. So, so yes, yeah, so let's talk about that. So like, you, how was how was the distance uh, between Cabana Bay getting to the theme park? So you have the option. You could take the bus, but that lets you off kind of in that rotunda area where everybody kind of merges from parking for Universal. Yep. And then, I mean, if you're going to City Walk, that's fine. The Garden Walk was about twenty. It was about 20, 25. 25 minutes. It depended on like when I did it on my own because yeah. um, I went the second day. I went early entry on my own. To get on Hagrid's because Laurel didn't really want to do it, um, so I went down there and they they we left at the same time. But once we got over like the bridge, I just kind of went. And I probably did it in like fifteen because I was hauling it to make sure yeah, we got yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, But I think I, I had a leisurely stroll with Andy in the stroller because um, that morning she chose she wanted to sit in the stroller as opposed to walk the walk. Um, so when I, when I was pushing her, it was probably about 25 minutes. Um, just cause you know, heavy four but also take, you know, relax. Yeah. I wasn't in a it's... rush and I had time to get into the park with early entry and I got a coffee and a breakfast sandwich and Andy got a juice and a pastry and we sat and did that, which was nice. It was even though like clearly 
early entry has its benefits, um, but, you know, it just depends. That's what worked for me. Let's talk about the early entry because it's really limited what you're going to get. So when we went, it was the Hogsmeade area. So you have the three rides, including the Kitty Coaster, which they don't advertise. They usually just say it's going to be Forbidden Journey, Hagrid's, and Barossa Coaster. But what we found out was that the... uh, Flight of the Hippogriff was open as well. Nice. So, and the stores are open over there. Yeah. So the first day we did the early entry, went to Velocicoaster. But, but Seuss Landing is not open. Yeah, you just have which, to walk through So there. that was kind of a... That's where they hold the guests that don't have early entry. They let everybody in the park. And so you could walk around um, point of entry, get a mm-hmm. Cinnabon, get a coffee, do yeah. all that stuff. But you can't get into the rest of the park. Yeah. Like what Disney does now, too, with like a, at the end of Main Street. Yep. So we went through there. I the first day we went to Velocicoaster. Laurel's not the biggest on coasters, so I don't really like things that. Well, I I've, I have sensitivity to vertigo and feeling disoriented, and I just I have found that if I put too much time on those rides that put a lot of physical, <laughs> you know, on, on it that that it actually impacts my entire trip. And then after I do things enough, then I might even get serious vertigo and then feel uncomfortable for the whole trip. So for me, it's not worth putting all of the extra into that. So I choose not to do the more physical rides. And <laughs> I, I got on. I barely fit. The, if the I had big, a, The big thrills. Yeah. You don't like yeah. the big thrills. <laughs> I didn't even go on um, Hulk. I was like, it's not worth it to me. I went on it as a teenager it wasn't worth the potential feeling disoriented and physically, you know, having vertigo. Um, I barely fit. If I hadn't lost those, like, 15, 20 pounds before, I probably wouldn't have gotten on a couple of the rides. Yeah. It- uh, so I'm hoping, like, by our November trip, I'm down a little bit more and things are a little more... Yeah, it's something to keep in mind, you know, when you're planning a trip at Universal. That's going to be my, our biggest negative is some of the size restrictions yes, on yes. the rides. Let's, the, get in, let's get into the cons of your trip. What were, uh, let's just say, we'll keep it to two. What were the two <laughs> cons that you would say for anybody planning right. the downsides? Um, Accessibility on those Universal rides. Yes. Like, I gained, since the pandemic, probably about 30 or so pounds as, uh, did, as did many of us. Well, probably about, probably about 45, and I've, got, I've backed down to about 30 more. And I had no problem at all getting on Gringotts or uh, what's the um, Forbidden, Journey. Forbidden Journey before, and I did not fit this time. It's, yeah. it's not just the size restrictions. It's some of the designs of the restraints, and yeah, I think they could do a better job it, with that. I will say that when Dis- part of Disney's brand is that... Their entire brand is about their parks are for people of all ages and accessibility. I would say percentage-wise, probably like 85% of the rides available at Disney parks are accessible to almost everybody. I think... Unless you're getting into, you know, individuals who can't leave their physical wheelchairs or... That's a restraint. That's something you can't owe. You can't strap a wheelchair onto a coaster. Exactly, right. It's just not going to work. But, so you just kind of have to remember that there's a percentage-wise higher volume of what we would consider, like, thrill-style rides at Universal Parks. Yes. Um, Versus versus Disney. Right. And so it's something to consider when you're planning your trip, you know, is this going to impact your family's experience, you know? Um, So if your body type or your, or if you have family members that are physically not going to be able to participate on thrill rides, is that going to impact your trip? So for us, you know, I already knew that I was already going to have a list of rides that I probably wasn't going to be participating in. And since we already had a four-year-old who was probably, even though meeting the height uh, requirements, we know that she was going to be a bit too scared. She's going through a, a phase where she's dealing with her emotions, and we just didn't feel like we needed to push the fear for her. So, um, you know, for good us... Call, good call, We pushed her a few right? times, and yeah, she... Yeah, we did push her. Uh, she she did, was okay, and then said, please don't take me there yes, again. Yes, she, she did say she did not want to go on the... Jurassic, Jurassic Park, Park again. again. <laughs> Which oh, we yes, heard. Because this was your first time getting to do the infamous ride that only children and a parent can oh, go yeah. on. Oh, no, so no, no, no. She liked that no, one. Let's, <laughs> let's go back to, like, what we did. So, we did Velocicoaster. The Discovery Center was open, so Laurel just kind of hung out there with Andy while I rode. It didn't take me long to get through, maybe like 
what, 15 minutes or so after? Oh, yeah, yeah. It was uh, early and she worked uh, well. One of the great, well, so we should probably mention briefly child swap experiences. So child, That's a mixed bag, I'll say. Yeah, universal. child swapping. It, we actually have different opinions about whether we prefer Disney's process or Universal's. So, so just to recap, though, your one con about Universal, the More than, at least the, the first yeah, con, the, the, is the fact that there's Universal... There's too many thrill rides that is, are not accessible. Yes. Yep. So it's not it's less universally, haha, <laughs> less universally uh, accessible for the average human. And they really do kind of cater rides more to a very yeah. particular yeah. type of style. Like, I'd say if you're a guy above, like, 275... You're gonna have problems on almost like, yeah. tight on a lot of things and not get on a few. And Ron, you and, have really big shoulders, yes, I'm, and, yeah. and sometimes those the restraints that go over your shoulders, or if you have like really big calves, like Casey might just have problems on some of these just because of his height. Yeah, like that's six five, six six that he is is yeah, not right. His knees might not get in certain things. I, I, yes. I will say this, that Universal does do what I would say is a good job in helping guests identify whether their body types are physically not going to um, fit within the restrictions of the ride. So they and do have the place where you can try out the seats. They also have, most of the time, team members who are willing to help you make sure that you've you visual, like physically figured out if you can do it or yeah, not. Yeah, and they say like there's certain seats that are better and like... Hulk, there's a big guy seat I got on that. Right. So nice. there's things like that. Um, and, and, and and Gringotts, because they have a leg bar. That's that, my that, biggest con- yeah, that complaint one, is Gringotts is, yeah. they put so much padding in the way those, they could make a better lap bar design. Like they could do a seatbelt with a leg or a lap bar, but they do this thing where they like pin your legs together mm-hmm. and it's also got... Uh, Something that kind of sticks between your legs. Yeah. Oh. And it's really uncomfortable for everybody. Yeah. Into some more intimate areas, we'll say, and could really cause some problems. And between that and the way your legs are pushed together, that's that's more of a problem. The seat was fine. It's those things. Yeah. For some reason, I don't know why they felt they needed to put those in the restraints. Like, I think a seatbelt and a simple lap bar and ring butts would be more than enough. I guess they're just trying to not let you shake around a lot. But I think I it yeah. really cuts the accessibility of that for an unnecessary reason. So so then what is con number two? What is your con I'm number sure two? I'm not sure if I would say I Lack have. of children's menus at oh, restaurants might true. be Oh, I forgot about that. They didn't oh. actually have children's menus at any of the restaurants. Well, the ones we went to. So we ate... At our first day, we had lunch at the Comic Strip Cafe, which I don't think I've eaten there in forever because the food used to be horrible. But, but I'm we, actually glad we did. We both had... Uh, ramen bowls. Yeah. yeah. I had a bulgogi bowl. And I had like a... They must have seriously redone the menu there because... They had a, well, and, and it was, a few years there ago. There were multiple things. They also had pizza in there, too. About the time they started all the... Um, Harry Potter stuff like 10 years ago or so, yeah. they hired a new head chef and he's been working on fixing oh, everything across okay. the parks. He did all the Simpsons yeah. themed food. Is that also the same place that did like the Blondie and Dagwood? That's next door. Yeah, okay, next door, so yeah. we're talking, okay. Which they they still do have the Dagwood This is the sandwich. bigger one, which <laughs> I almost never, I, I like I used to hate the food at, I, I would Me never too. eat in that park. I have to yeah. say one of the things I wasn't looking forward to was eating in the parks, but I was much more pleasantly surprised. I This was some of the best theme park food I've had ever at Universal Parks. So that says something for sure that they clearly have heard the guest for, experience for, count, for counter service food versus yes, versus yes. the table service. Well, they don't have that many table service there's restaurants. There. One there's or like two per two. park. I think there's, yeah. two. there's two per park. Yeah, but you also have access to City Walk, which is what we used to do. We would always eat at Hard Rock because it's right outside the entrance, and it's good food for a yeah. reasonable price. I still don't mind doing that, but we wanted to eat in the parks this time so first well, day we well, went to also probably easier when you're traveling yeah. with a four-year-old yeah that's true and we also we didn't know when she was going to drop for a nap to be honest we were not on any kind of normal napping schedule so we figured at any time we may have to step away <laughs> now, we actually thought we'd get away with less naps because up until like a few weeks before the trip she was skipping most naps on weekends and she was okay most of the time yeah but we we have a sleepy kid 
So, so I, I, I'm not surprised that she ended up needing that. But she fought it a lot. Yes. So, so con number two, you would say, is lack of the ch- of kids' menus. So we'd have to order the, the full size single serving pizza, which she would mostly finish, but well, it was yeah, way she, too much she'd for eat a like kid. Half, yeah. But I, I, and it's also like, yeah, at that point, you're paying a full price meal that she's only going to eat half of, and you're not going to take away. Well, I, and I think you bring up a valid point to the fact that this is like the Universal Parks, while they are aiming to create newer experiences for children, it's just clear that they're not focused, on, like that's not their main draw. So even at restaurants, they may not be thinking about the fact that they need to have children's sized menu right. items, meaning right. item, like items on the menu that are really can be finished by a child. I also. Just a small complaint <laughs> about the menus and the food. Um, I did not think that they had as many uh, options that were available for people on restrictive diets. Like uh-huh. if you're vegan or if you are dairy-free. I will say I always saw some sort of meat-free menu. I don't know they, how vegan it was, but they did have that listed as a broken off there menu were, on most of the... We always what, order through the app, too. What I should say is that I just didn't think that the, the items were as maybe interesting. There were a lot of salads as what was like the vegetarian option. And, you know, as a person who has spent years doing what I, I call like half vegetarian, so like I would do a vegetarian meal a day, um, I, I found that to be kind of annoying. Uh, just because if I were a person who was having a vegan lifestyle, I would probably not want to have to have a salad every single time I was eating at the park. Um, also, I did not think that there were as many items that would um, that seemed like they could be easily like fixed for like dairy free or gluten free or this or that. But we didn't and, try, so we really can't speak to that. Like it's the same thing with like. The out like at Disney, that's you sometimes we, have to speak. True. We didn't at, we didn't inquire about it. We were just ordering off the app everywhere yeah, we went. Right. So the other thing we would say is a mixed bag. We were getting into this is what we think about their child swap. Yes. I think it's kind of fair that they make the whole party get in line and then they have the nice room for you to break off. That seems a little fair. Like Disney, sometimes I think people could take advantage of it and get their kids on more rides if they're doing child swap, which I don't have a problem with. I think that's also something you want to encourage. But it also had the problem with, like, some of those cues are loud and scary, and the kid has to go through them. Yes. Like, any kind of flip down the Velocicoaster cue, because Laura went in with me the first time to just... Well, yeah, just to go through the queue and to get to the child swap area to sit and wait, which was kind of nice. But then when we decided she just... Andy wanted to leave, and... But there's animatronic dinosaurs in the queue that yes. kind of scared her a little yes. bit. And then when so we went to do Reign of Kong, mm-hmm. I know they don't have the scare actors in the queue anymore, but I knew the queue was designed to be scary. So, you know, we're talking to the guys like, you know, it's just yeah, the, the go team, through the exit and go to the child swap and just tell them I sent you. Yeah. The team member... Um, Radioed that, ahead. Yeah, he was great. Um, and this is not something that... That's very thoughtful. Though. I hadn't thought about it, to be honest, and I'm so glad that like Ron the, the sort Q, of was knowledgeable. The queue wasn't super long, so maybe that's why they did it for us at that point. Yeah, they just allowed us to walk all the way through the back, um, through the exit, basically, and then um, they put us into the child swap area, and, and then they helped us get to where we need to go to be able to get onto the next ride. So some of the rides that had single rider, instead of doing the child swap, we would just do that mm-hmm. and let the other person go. Especially, like, we did that a lot of the afternoons when she was napping mm-hmm. is when we would do things like that. Um, but I, So the thing that, I, that we really weren't talking about with the child swap difference here is that for Universal, and this was something that they implemented a number of years ago in um, spe- specifically created these physical child swap spaces that are inside um, the queue of the line of the of the ride and those are great they are have. they are great because there's plenty of seating and most of the time they are pretty quiet and comfortable they're always showing something on a screen that has something to do with the ride which was again a problem in Kong because they're showing yeah they were Kong, showing King Kong the with, the but the, the sound from, was off so yeah. you know Andy really didn't notice it but I will say one of my downsides at least with the Kong one is that you can hear like it's right next to the loading space 
So, like, if people are screaming because they're scared on the ride, you can pro- you can actually hear, um, you know, in the child yeah. space. So, I will say maybe, like, they should probably consider a door, but there's probably some fire code reasons for that. But, yeah. But, I mean, I could see where that could be challenging, especially for families yeah, who maybe but, have, but if you have like, a child, on the spectrum. Yeah, if you have a child with sensory-related issues or, like you said, spectrum... Um, then, you know, headphones, things like that. Maybe remember to bring your headphones into the park just in case that way, you know, they have an ability to sort of block those things out. Well, we ended up using the child swap just a couple times. We did about as many where we would just single ride and trade off on things. Yeah, that's true. Um, and then there were times when Ron would go off and do a couple of thrill rides and I would take Andy onto rides that were more suitable for me. <laughs> My, you know, although I will say, I definitely did. Uh, what's the storm? Is it Storm? Storm Force. Yeah. Andy was obsessed with Storm Force, not surprised. Which is their teacup ride. Yeah. Well, and I, she made me go with her twice while we were waiting for Ron to do the Hulk. Uh, the Hulk. And that second time I was like, I can't do it after this. That was it. And then the, se- <laughs> the next time when we came back on the other day, we took her on again. And we did one as a family. And then I was like, I can't do that again. So I took her on the <laughs> yeah. second time. And uh, so, so that's a great transition, though. Now that we've talked a lot about how your experiences were as an adult, let's talk more about what your four-year-old's experience was. Sh- what were her favorite things, or what were the things that absolutely sh- did not work for her? You know, it was so hot and cold. It was. Yeah, I think she got she, when she got tired, things were just not working. Like, and you know, like like we were saying earlier, our daughter's very emotional in general, and so for her, you know, when she gets nervous or scared. Um, there, there's sometimes like a difference in experience as well. Um, so we were really cognizant of that and how we chose or how we even, what we decided to do with her. Um, maybe we should like walk through each part well, and yeah. what we like. One of the things that uh, she, we, like the first thing we did with her was the, uh, flight of the hippogriff, which she, she does, like, she does she, like kids. She's coasters. a little scared and she was okay to do it with daddy. Um, she didn't want to go back on with mommy afterwards. Yeah, just fine. <laughs> um, so she was a little scared, but she enjoyed it. And but she didn't. She was like, "I'm okay. I don't need to do that again." Then we did the tear it on flyers, which was the yes. one that's got the height restriction yep. for the adults can't go on without a kid. Uh, I had to calm her down a little bit on it. Uh, it does go a little faster and swings a little bit more than I thought it would. Mm-hmm. Um, but she enjoyed it. Uh, and, and remember, the kid has to be in front, so, you know... It, you can't hold her hand or yeah, do anything yeah. on that one. Yeah, so something to think about if you have a, a child that's maybe a little bit more fearful or nervous about new rides. Um, I would say probably if she... Like, the second time... If we could get her to go on it again, I would say the second time she probably would have been less scared. Um, just because... She was really nervous about just being in t- an entirely new experience and, and being in a, a new physical place, right? But then we, she flipped out more on the playground because she didn't want to go in any of the dark spaces because she thought there might be dinosaurs hiding because they have the dinosaur noises coming. Yeah. And then, <laughs> you know, we had this in Montreal where if there's something she can't climb on, she kind of like... She's afraid to climb when she was yes. on some of the net stuff. So she would sit there, go a couple steps, then come back. Go a couple steps. She was trying to do that at the Camp Jurassic thing. And we were kind of holding up the line at a few of these. <laughs> so eventually, like, we got up one. And then she's got a net on either side. To, you can only climb in or out on a net. And I, there were enough to hold me. So I was up there with her. And finally, I'm like, look, Andy, you have to make a choice. Do you want to go forward or back? And she's like, I don't know. So I just picked her up and took her to the bottom. <laughs> And that was, what yeah. world's like, you didn't get to play in the area? No, because she went off to, like, shop a little bit Why I took she Andy. Did, she did explore some of it, but it didn't necessarily, I think it's probably a little bit more physically mature than four um, for some kids. Maybe some four-year-olds. And she's you know. a big, you know, she's a big four-year-old. And, and so she strong. wants, she looks like she's a, like, five or six-year-old. So she tries to do the things the five or six-year-olds can. Yeah. And... Doesn't understand why she can't because she's as big as these kids. Yeah. <laughs> um, so she liked that. Then we did. She loved Bluto's bilge rat. Yes. Like she, she did loved, that multiple did, times. She, she loved the bilge rat. Bilge rat. Yep. Rats barges. And I, I did not go on that ride. I brought. <laughs> we we ponchoed up, which yes. ended up being useless on the second time we did it because then she <laughs> went to the splash pad immediately afterwards. So, oh, yeah. and it was a hot day, so I probably should have just taken off the poncho anyway. <laughs> um, she did that. 
we did Spider-Man. She loved Spider-Man the love first Spider-Man. time. Yeah. And loved meeting Spider-Man across the street. The loved second time we went on Spider-Man, Spider-Man, there was a bit of a breakdown. Yeah, and she, were, she was tired, where we, too. Yeah, it was more near the end of the day. This was like 6 o'clock or so. So she was tired near the end of the day. But it started breaking up, and we were coming halfway through scenes and seeing scenes like two oh, times. Oh, oh, that's right. I and forgot. she didn't oh, like that. Oh, that creeped her out yeah, a little so bit. We had a situation where um, the ride suddenly skipped in the videos, mm-hmm. and, and, and then the sound sequencing completely got messed up. So then we were. <laughs> then the the, <laughs> we, the sinking the end, was all off. By the yeah. end, you know how like you're supposed to feel like you're like going down the, yeah, um, no, the I've building. Seen, I've seen that before on there. On yeah, the yeah. So, but we had no screen even by that point. So it was kind of funny because all of the other guests in the car, we were all pretending. We all, all obviously we all knew the ride sequence, so we were all pretending that we were going down the building, scaling it down, like oh, but like. You could you you could you physically weren't feeling the experience because you're actually just static. Yeah. So she said she like that was the second time she wanted. And after that happened, she's like, I don't want to do that again because it confused her. And there was one point where the villain where we got stuck on a loop for like yes. maybe two or three loops of one room. When the yeah. When it first stopped was when uh, like I think like two of the villains are just coming at you. I forget which ones. And she did not like that. So after that, she didn't... But that was the end of our day anyway. We were kind of going. that's true. She liked that. Um, She loved the Dr. Seuss stuff. Everything in Dr. Seuss. Yeah, everything in Dr. Seuss we did several times. But I... And I guess if we're going to go back to complaints or concerns or, or, I don't know, things that maybe were negatives, is that I find uh, it's actually... In some ways, it's nice that all of the little kid rides are highly focused in the one space but at the same time i didn't find it as convenient because we would want to as parents go from land to land to land and and i really wish that there was something for her in every single land so like we couldn't trade off on like doing like if she, if Laurel had wanted to do Velocicoaster, we couldn't trade off on right, doing Velocicoaster like, and that because yeah. it's not that right That would have been a much better use of our time if I could do something with her and he could go do his thrill ride as opposed to us then having to constantly be waiting and child swapping. Which you've gone to Disney with us with her and now with Fitz. Like, that's what we do is like two of us will do. Like, yeah. last time you guys didn't want to do Space Mountain, so you just did the teacups and Dumbo like Casey and I did. Like, you can't do that because... Everything is literally focused in like one right. land. Yeah, and and you know unless I uh, it, unless I could get if I could have gotten Andy to go on tear down flyers with me again, but I guess we could have done that while Ron was doing you know thrill things. But again, that's just just an example. Like if your kid is not going to be able to do any of the things in the Jurassic Park area, then you whoever's dealing with who's ever you know then you have that. That's like kind of just dead time. And, and, and was there much that she could do over in uh, Universal there Classic was Park? Very little she couldn't do. Honestly. Actually, yeah. The, well, no, the, all of the thrill rides she could not do at Universal. Well, we didn't try. Like she could have gotten on Transformers, but we decided to do that while she was napping and do a yeah. single rider and swap off. It's actually because, a scarier video story. Yeah, and I don't think she would like that. She flipped. She in the middle of the afternoon she started flipping out on cues. Well, uh, she, she did not want to be in the queues. Yeah, needed to And I think out. that happened because we got on to Men in Black, and then right before we're about to board, it broke down. They were still cycling things, so we waited around a little bit, and she started getting really bored. And we, and at that point, we're like, okay, we're going to wait till they dump the queue so we get, like, a return pass or something, because if you leave on your own, they're not going to do that until they dump the queue. So we waited there, like, 25 minutes or so, I'd say, probably, with the before they dumped it. And after that, she didn't want to wait in line anymore. So after that, we tried to do like the born. No, that was the no, that was the same day. We tried to do the born spectacular, and while they're corralling us for the pre-show, she just started flipping out. Like she Having needed to burn her energy, and she started running around, yelling, screaming. And finally, we're just like, okay, picked her up and left. And at the second she got in the stroller again, bam, she was down for her nap. So that's yep. when we separated for. I would do a couple, like, I did, like, the we would trade off and... So what was her favorite thing to do at Universal well, Classic? So, at at the Universal Park... She loved Minions. She, at the Universal Park, um, 
There are a lot of things that are available for the kids, but a lot of those things are on schedules. Um, and there's also a few, only a few things that are really targeted towards kids. So like Minions, which always has a really long line. So that's something to keep in mind. Um, you know, Men in Black or um, like the Simpsons, the main Simpsons ride have okay-ish times online. So you can generally get your kids through there. Um, but the, the other things that you kind of have that you have accessible to you as small children are usually the performances or the character meet and greets. It's true. So There's a lot of street performances. She yes. loved the street performances. Yes, she was all about the street performances. Because we saw and the ones at Mel's. We saw the one that was basically like an In the yeah, Heights she, thing. Yeah, she oh, loved oh, the, the guys who are like the construction workers mm-hmm. doing the drums. She's yeah. obsessed with drums to begin with, so she was all about the drumming. And... Uh, she was asleep, but I enjoyed. There was like an acapella oh, yeah. thing yeah. that I watched while Laura was doing Transformers, and it was uh, they were all doing ABBA songs, and like she was out for that. But I I watched that. That like, was good. So she did that. She liked the Animal Show. She did do the Animal Show, oh, and Animal she Planet it's Live. Animal Actors. It's so. Animal Actors, actors Live. Yeah, oh. yes, it was enjoyable. Still the same show. <laughs> Me, meet and greets were all <laughs> over the place. But the same show, yeah. Like. So the meet and greets. What were, was your favorite meet and greet? Uh, oh, Gabby. Gabby. Gabby from Gabby's Dollhouse. Or Hello Kitty. Or honestly, Betty Boop. Okay, Betty Boop was not expect. I neither of us were expecting to have such an enjoyable experience with Betty Boop. Andy has no idea who Betty Boop is, but so we'll start with that. When we started doing our character meet and greet exploration that morning, that we were doing characters because again, these are scheduled. You need to know the schedule. And you kind of have to wait around those areas to sort and of see. We didn't even know Gabby was going to be a. Oh movie. yeah, we didn't know Gabby was going to be there. So so we wanted to do trolls and Hello Kitty because you yep. know she loves those. So things. we waited for that, and then Gabby just happened to. I popped. I, I turned my head and I was like, Oh my god! I bring in Gabby's dollhouse, Gabby, and I turned and, and I ran. I took Andy and I ran because I was like, we're going to be first in line for Gabby. Yeah. yeah, I went to get Andy a cupcake because I knew she was kind of in And then Ron mood. probably sees me running with the stroller. <laughs> no. So, I, yeah, I went into the Jurassic Park store to get a... I was going to get that Ian Malcolm brownie with the, the shirtless brownie. Yes, yes. <laughs> but I'm like, no, nah, that doesn't look good. like... Andy would rather have a cupcake, so I got yeah, a cupcake a to split with girl. her. So, yeah, she loved Gabby. Um, Gabby was great. Um, so, and then we did Hello Kitty, and, you know, she saw the trolls. She is obsessed with trolls, but then she saw them, and she was like, nope. Our daughter, in particular, is a, still a bit freaked out by the uh, uh, the the characters that are not in face, basically. Except Minnie and Daisy. Yeah, except for Minnie and Daisy. Um, so she saw them from afar and said, nope, not for me. So we She waved on. and did like that, but... <laughs> So it's very hot and cold with the characters, but Betty Boop's a face character. Yeah, so. and so Betty Boop and actually, yeah, and Marilyn. So she's, she's Marilyn did a, a car drive by, and Andy waved and loved it. Still doesn't know who Marilyn Monroe is, but Betty came right over to Andy. Andy was sitting in her stroller, uh, just on the side. I think we were like waiting for something. Maybe we, we were just waiting for Little Kitty. Or maybe something. we just finished. Yeah. And then she just saw Andy instantly, and she ran over to Andy. She had her big heart umbrella and wanted to show Andy all of her hearts on her. And Andy was, yeah, so we have some really great photos. And um, she said, oh, Andy and her, that was probably like a 10-minute experience. Um, and that's another thing I will say. Some of the characters do walk rock around the park. Um, so they don't just, like, have a, a stanchion and then, like, people, like, have lines and then they do that. Um, so that was kind of nice. It was nice to kind of have a walk around character experience. And then the other part, the only character we, we saw, we didn't do the meet and greets. We saw the Dr. Seuss, like it was a whole bunch. It was thing one, thing two, Cat in the Hat, oh, yeah, the show. Sam I Am and the Lorax all she did a really little show. Liked she that liked show. that. Yeah. And the show? There's do, a little Dr. Seuss show in Dr. Seuss Land. Yeah, they do it. They, oh. That's right. They read a book and all the characters act it out. Even it's if great. they're not in the book. Oh, yeah. I didn't know and about that. And then they that. have like a couple of songs and dance. That sounds like so much fun. It was enjoyable. It was, it was good. And then she loved the Celestina Warback show. She, she, every, like, she was... The show. People were watching her do her little dance up front. Oh, yeah. And even, like, the yeah. the, the performers were, like... They were obsessed with her. <laughs> yeah. They brought they, they got her it. to dance. They came up. They all wanted to, like... They all gave her high fives. Yeah. She the was main. out there dancing by herself and did not care, and everybody yep. loved it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then Spider-Man was the only yeah, Marvel character Spider-Man. we met. She, she, we passed by a few others. She didn't seem interested. 
but she loved meeting Spidey. She and that's asked, kind of a rushed meet and greet because it's a photo op meet and greet where yeah. they're trying to get you to buy a green screen photo. But she asked me before we went to see Spider-Man, she goes, is Spider-Man going to talk to me? And I was like, oh, yeah, like Spider-Man can talk. And she goes, oh, good. <laughs> uh, so I guess that's what freaks her out about the characters is that they can't yeah, talk. Yeah, I actually, I think uh, that was a small discovery for us that we figured out that was part of what I think is is jarring and for her. funny, though. I can kind of see from the perspective of a child why that would be a little confusing, especially because... <laughs> well, being in our family, we're huge I talkers. Know, right? <laughs> Nobody you, just sits there and doesn't to somebody say who, who doesn't talk, that could certainly be confusing and un, a little weird and maybe uncomfortable, for sure. I mean, who, especially because you're used to people talking and being communicative. Um, so one thing I will say is if your kid's meeting a face character who you know could talk, is always, I will always say, like, go ahead, Andy. Go ahead, Fitz, as you're pushing them up so the character could hear the kid's name. Because yeah. Andy flipped out when Andy said, or Spider-Man said, hi, Andy. And she was like, oh, my God, he knows my name, Mom. <laughs> we were like, well, Spidey knew you were coming. <laughs> so that made her, um, so we had a really good time in the parks. And I think the early entry or rope drop, because we went back to, uh, after we weren't staying at a Universal Resort. We went back on Saturday, like almost a week after, where we'd had a few days off. And rope dropped over at Universal side where there's not. And we went, we, uh, what did we do first? Because we, we were going to go straight to E.T., but we couldn't. So I think we went to try and find all the meet and greets. Yeah, because those are earlier in the morning. Oh, E.T. I forgot about that one. She Andy, liked the, she so liked Andy e. did go on E.T. I actually thought she was going to be much more scared. So, well, the, the, first, the first half, half of it, scary. she was scared. But thankfully, the second half of that ride is not scary. So by the end, she was very happy and enjoyed it. And, you know, our whole story with it was that she was helping save E.T. And all of his friends. Home, yeah. yeah. And so, you know, she felt very validated, I, I think, by the end. She was like, we saved E.T. Yeah. <laughs> Although, uh, she was very upset when she had to give them back the passport. <laughs> but then when she found out he said her, when she found out he said her name at the end, she was like, did he say goodbye, Andy? <laughs> yeah, he sure did. <laughs> um, so, so, so to wrap everything up of this amazing trip that it sounds like you guys had, that I wish I was there... What was your ultimate favorite best experience you had on this trip at Universal? At Universal, uh, for me, honestly, I love Strongwater Tavern. We stopped over there for That's like true. some drinks. Uh, I had never been to Sapphire Falls before, but like it's a rum bar and they have tons of rums and they have tons of rum-based drinks. But I did a, I started with a flight. Yes, and as you should. Uh, you know, rums have a pro. They don't have as wide of a variety, I think, as Scotch or even tequila. As like a profile, but they made sure to give me a couple different ones. And then someone on uh, my Twitter feed, I said I was here. What do I get? And someone said, "Get the goat." So we had a curried goat appetizer. Was one of the best things I've ever eaten at a theme park or theme park hotel. Uh, it had real kick to it. It wasn't oh, just it, like yeah. it had me at curry. The curry was it was a it real was curry. Really it wasn't yeah. delicious. Um, and the rums were good, and the rum cocktails were great, and Andy just kind of sat there and colored, because she just woke up from her nap, so she just wanted to play with her Hello Kitty doll. We just got her. Oh, that's right. Yes, we got her. So, yeah. so your favorite experience was going to Strongwater <laughs> yeah. and watching your daughter play with her Hello but, Kitty doll. I mean, there's the <laughs> with, the e, with the E.T. Um, yes, it's it the, the E.T. E. Hello Kitty doll. But the new rides, like, I had never done Coaster before. I had never done. And, and you did it, Hagrid's. And Hagrid's. Velocicoaster is intense, but smooth. Like, I, I don't know if I can handle Hulk much anymore. I had a headache getting off of it. Yeah. Basically because I was in the back row and my head was banging against those restraints. Yes. Which doesn't happen on the yes. newer, smoother coasters. Velocicoaster was intense. It was fun. It was incredible. But Hagrid's is, Hagrid's is another level. Um, because of the theming. The theming and went faster than I thought. Because the videos, you could see, like, all the theming and stuff. The... The feel of the speed, because it's not a super fast coaster, but, mm -hmm. and when, like, you just drop at one point, like, oh. and switch tracks, like, you do a up, and then back, and then drop. Oh, so there's That's an anti-gravity experience. Okay. It's intense, like, you have, like, it really keeps you going, and it's a great ride. My biggest problem with that is, it always opens late, so... 
I only waited in the queue for a half hour, but we had another half hour of it just kind of not open yet. So they let everybody in. I got to right before the castle, like where you went through the castle part. And so we were about a half hour out, but we waited there for a half hour for them yeah. to start moving so the queue. So it was still like an hour. Yeah. Right? yeah. But still better than the wait at the rest of the day. Those were great. Um, and just watching Andy's reaction to those, like the Betty Boop stuff and her running around. Like we didn't get her the interactive wand because we knew she really couldn't use it. So we just brought our regular wand from home, and she was pretending to do all oh, the yeah. interactive things. So she thought she was doing some yeah. of them. I love watching her face on that. You know, we didn't mention, but we did take her into the Ollivanders to do the the little mini Ollivander show, and she was wowed. I mean, she wasn't selected, but she every time like magic was happening in the room, she was like, "Oh my god, no, he didn't!" Like, <laughs> so how did that? How did he do that, Mom? How did he do that? <laughs> so, Laurel, what what was your favorite experience of this entire trip? It's kind of hard to pinpoint, to be honest, because there were so many, like, really wonderful little moments. But I think you can't really beat the, the moments when you're, you see the pure, crazy joy on your kid's face. No <laughs> lie. Like, and, 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 and it always happens when you least expect it. Because, you know, yes. when you have a day with kids at theme parks... It is a roller coaster. It's true. You have ups and downs, downs, right? Like, there there is a lot of tears. And some of them are not happy. (laughs) That morning we were doing the meet and greet, she was kind of in a bad mood. She was a little tired. It was near the end of our trip. But then, like, she didn't want to, like, she met Gabby and got a little better. But then when she met Hello Kitty and Betty Boop right back to back, like, we thought we were going to have to leave the park super early because she was in a bad mood, but those changed everything. Yeah, for her. that that yes, that's true. Andy was very moody that morning, and then it was like she saw Gabby, and then she saw Hello Kitty because we did like literally back to back. We ran, you know, and then when Betty Boop, and it was like by the end of Betty Boop, she was elated, she was excited, and and her interaction with Betty Boop. I mean, she came out of that funk shell she was in that morning and, and I was like we're gonna have a good day like, like so by the end I was like it's gonna be a great day I, I don't like, need the cupcake hurt either yeah and I was like this is such a great day I'm willing to wait in line for one of the Harry Potter restaurants today so like, so yeah we had good food everywhere we ate at three broomsticks we ate at Bayliner Diner we ate at the comic book cafe was the most surprisingly good yeah. And I know you weren't looking forward to eating the Simpsons. I've enjoyed I wasn't it every time I ate there. I was looking forward to it because the last time I ate there during a Horror Nights event several years ago, I, I was so dissatisfied with the food. But I think that was more of you were just dissatisfied with your life at that five minute <laughs> like, at that time. I did not. I'm not a Horror Nights person. I. She hid in there for like two hours while the rest the of us. The zombies did. were so scary. We, okay, yeah. and they say, they were sure. so scary. We all pretty did sure. the first house. You did I'm one more sure. with us. I only did two houses, and I was done for. And uh, I I think that you, I do remember you and I sat oh, at the Simpsons. We, we had to have the uh, restaurants probably good two hours just yeah. hiding. But but trying but to this stay time away. At, at Simpsons, I had the um, they have a, a waffle a chicken and waffle sandwich. And I was I, like, I, I had that before. It's delicious. That's what I had the last time I was there, and it was the only. <laughs> clearly, we are clearly we are it twins. The, it was the only good thing that I remember getting there. Um, I, I I remember trying like the Moe's drink. The like, Moe's drink is great to try once. The flame and the flame and Moe's, but we've okay. never bought it again because it's a one time. Because it's um, like I, yeah, tang with the, the dry beer. ice. I tried Duff beer, and I will say, you I know, didn't. Yeah, you know, didn't drink in the park at all. Like drink, drink, because we bought the refillable mug. And recharge it every day. Yeah. So like we were just pounding Powerade literally all day. Yeah, in it was the hot. Heat, in the heat of the summer. And then we found out you could fill ices in those cups. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah. So every day at the end of the day, like as we're leaving, okay. that's what we would our refill daily with icy. the icy. Um, no, I would like I said the best thing was honestly like when you have an angsty, uh, you know. Um, you know, upset child, and then it's literally flipped and turned around. Like by Hello whole, whole 180. <laughs> like by Hello Kitty and Gabby and even Betty Boop. <laughs> well, and she absolutely loves Gabby and Hello Kitty. So it was what she needed in that moment. Yeah. And I think you know what's funny, it almost sounds like they knew she needed Oh them, yeah. Well, that she needed them. When Hello Kitty uh she went to go see Hello Kitty and we'd gotten her <laughs> she selected at the Hello Kitty store this Hello Kitty keychain. She insisted 
That was the thing she needed. She didn't want any of the other Hello Kitty things that were like clearly well, we child, her plush, so child we're not kid her things. Plush. Right, right. But like she wanted the toys that were like clearly a toy. She she had to have the keychain. So we got her the keychain. Um and then she she watched, she went right up to Hello Kitty and she showed her the keychain and Hello Kitty flipped out. Like but like in the best way, you know. Like it and Andy was like, She loves my keychain, guys. <laughs> She's like, I made the right choice. <laughs> but yeah, no, that, that's the best and part. This sounds like a fantastic trip. Yeah. I wish I could have been there. And then we did some days that did, like, we did some, we were working from home, the condo for the second half of the trip, and then we would go to Disney at night, or we went to Sanashi, Sanashi, enjoying yeah. the animals. Uh, we did Steakhouse Actually, 71, yeah. was okay. I think it's better for, like, a lunch at the Magic Kingdom day. Than like a dinner on its own. I thought we, the prices were very reasonable we, for a steakhouse. We did experience. it to go to the fireworks that night, but it ended up, I think, raining out the fireworks because we went over the. Uh, we did a monorail loop and then just decided to yeah. cut it. Like they might be going, but she was definitely losing it, and we're not going to wait around till like nine thirty for her to not see them. Mm-hmm. So we ended up going back. That that Animal Kingdom Lodge evening um, with going to Sanaa and then having time before and after dinner to go look at the animals that was like. And then we, Amazing. She we did, had a great time. And then we did a night and a morning at Disney Springs. We did mm-hmm. Ring and Enzo's, which was, for Disney, not bad Italian. And you know I'm probably one of the pickiest Italian uh, food people. They were very good. I was surprised you even went there, to be honest. Well, we've never been. We only had, like, that and Raglan Road, were the only, and Splitsville were the only reservations available, and we've done those so much. Then we did Raglan for brunch, which was a different thing, like getting the full... Yeah, the I, Sunday brunch. But I will great. say to anybody who's doing that, don't go too early. They don't start the music till, like, 11 30, 11 45. So we did a 10 30 and we didn't get to see any of the live performances. But the, the, the food was delicious. Um, the food was good. I took Andy to Everglazed. I was oh, going to get, yeah. we, so I did a day, I took one of the days off just to take Andy around and we went to all the different hotels and did like the Skyliner and the monorail just to keep her, you know, busy because we ended up being in Orlando for days we weren't planning on being there. So we had to keep her, keep her entertained. Um, and I took her into Everglades, and she said, oh, I want the purple donut, and they rang it up yeah. before I could even okay it. Like, obviously, I could have said, no, take it off, we're not getting it, but, you know, I was going to get a donut anyway to split with her, so I let her end up picking that, but the coffees there are so good. They're pricey. They're like seven bucks for a large iced coffee. Well, that's probably about the same price that Gideon's charges, though, too, right? Oh, I... I'm one of the people who thinks Gideon's overrated for the line. Like, the cookies weren't bad. I'm not waiting in an hour line for those cookies. I, I will agree with the fact that I think that Gideon's cookies are great. But I'm definitely not, even with the virtual queue, I'm not going to, like, go out of my way and wait forever for cookies unless That's, it's convenient for me. Yeah, there's so many available like, options for desserts. Yes. So, oh, we also had Voodoo and Everglaze at the same trip. Oh, that's and right. I, will I, say, had a, I had a Voodoo donut this time for the first time. Everglaze are candy. better, but I don't know if they're tri- worth twice the price of a regular donut over at... Because it, it's Voodoo a little bit cheaper. Voodoo's are like, most of them are like, unless you're getting like the specialty like Voodoo Man donut, which, which is... Which I had that and it was delicious. Which is like five bucks. Most of the donuts are like two fifty three dollars All the donuts at Everglades yeah. are about five. They're a little bigger. They are a little bit bigger and, um, and keep in mind... I think they're I mean, better, they're but I don't think they're two dollars or twice as... Good. I do. I do remember when we tried Everglades the last time we were down there. I do remember them being delicious. insanely delicious yeah. and very sweet. Um, uh, does Everglades do baked? Uh, no, they were. Well, the so one I, I had was fried. Okay, but do they have any that are? Baked? I don't know if they have I would any that are. Be interested baked. to try. What is it? They have like the the donut burger or something. Oh, I didn't. Do th- th- I didn't do that. Like both times, I really just grabbed the coffee and the donut was just an add on. Yeah. Um. I I love their coffee. I got the like Reese's one, then I got the cookies and cream one. Mm. They're both really good coffees. If you're the kind yeah. of person that yeah, likes yeah. to have a flavor um, del- delicious flavor, buttercup <laughs> coffee. Yeah. Oh my god, ice it now for me, please. Yeah. Laurel is just a straight black coffee. So she doesn't like any yep, of these. Like, it's gotta be hot. But like, <laughs> don't if, like if a latte at Starbucks is gonna be like five fifty, go to Everglazed and get one of these. It's yes. like for the buck fifty more, it's something at least unique. And, it's an experience. Um, what else do we do? Oh, I did. We did the Aerofile balloon over there, which was fun. That's how, how did Andy do with the heights on that? Loved it. She could <laughs> see everything. She was basically like all she she calls Spaceship Earth Epcot. Yeah. On its own. 
And so she's obsessed with it. Like, I'm fine with that. That's my favorite piece of architecture in the world. Um, but she just wanted to see it all the time. So all she would just stare at is she just got there and stared. And then, but other things, like, she was up there, like, hi, movie theater. I'm like, how did you know that was a movie theater? We've never taken you to a movie theater. Hi, bowling alley. Like, okay, well, you've been there. Maybe you know that's a bowling alley. But she, like, knew these things. I'm like, what? Well, did, isn't there like a giant bowling pin? There, yeah, that. Yeah, the, <laughs> the movie theater, I don't know how she knew. Well, AMC? Yeah, I mean, maybe she's only been to the movie theater a few times here, so maybe she knows that's what it is from the logo. We had a lot of great times, like, outside the parks there, and I think when we go in, you know, we're going in November for a long trip as a big yes. family, we're going to probably do a lot more out-of-the-park stuff in the evenings. Yes. Because like, we are doing another split-work split like time off at least most of us are i think you're taking all the pto yeah no i'm not i'm not <laughs> i am not working while we are down in florida for sure unless we uh end up staying there longer than two weeks i may be forced to have to work a day my god anyway so lucky. but yeah <laughs> we we all had we had a great time um oh so we should probably mention also um with andy she's four and a half now. Yeah. Stay, that's still a little young for most people. Yeah. I would say... Sick. Five, six. Five, six is probably closer to the sweet spot for smaller kids. Especially um, with her height being more in that age group was she was still a few, like, we couldn't do Dudley Do-Rights and she couldn't do yeah. a lot of the... Co- like the uh, some of the bigger coasters are going to have to be, like, eight or nine, I think, to make the height, like, on average. Yeah. But, like, I think five, six to get to, like, Andy's height... Like forty, the forty-four inch kind of line, mm-hmm. and the little more brave level is probably that's that five or six. Like we we were talking to to some other parents with small children because you know when you have small children, all of the, we all gather around the water hole, um, or or should I say the splash pad? But um, like there was one mom. Yes, yeah. yeah, so, so she had a daughter who had just turned three, and they had the older nine-year-old, and for them. It, it just kind of got to the point where they just literally split the family up, like, the whole day. And and her daughter literally just wanted to hang out in the Seuss Landing area. And to be fair, that probably, in that in uh, Alice Adventure, is kind of the only space for a three-year-old, like, holistically. So they spent pretty much the whole day with the three-year-old at Seuss Landing while the older child and the other parent went off doing the park. So, you know, that can be a little bit of a challenge if that's something that's going to happen. If your child is just not going to be patient enough to get through the other areas of the park. so. But her, her daughter and Andy played for like an hour in that splash zone. Oh, yeah, together. they had a great time. <laughs> nice. Um, overall, I really enjoyed it. I, mean, I think now, like next time we do it, Andy will be five or six. And I could do just a week on Universal Property, like especially when right now they have a great buy, I think, two or three and get five days uh, park tickets and the hotels are reasonable. So if you are interested, please talk to us at TTA Vacations. We could yeah. help you plan a great Universal trip. And I I think we might do like a week of just Universal. Yeah. Because like we didn't get to do much of City Walk. We didn't get to go to Volcano Bay. We just didn't have the time. We only had, like, we only had the one evening at the pool. Like Yeah. And we didn't have Express Pass this time. And I thought that was going to be a bit of an issue. But like having those three days there... You don't yeah. feel the need to cram everything in like the last time we went and had Express. We try to do everything in a day. Yeah. Uh, which is a trade-off of what you want to do. Like, I could definitely do one or two days with Express, like, if we stay at one of those hotels. I don't think it's worth the pay for Express yeah. most of the time. Um, but if you want to do, like, a week and not even have to get a car, you could just do Cabana Bay because you can walk to every single theme park from Cabana. or if you want to do a split stay they'll move your bags for you between That's the true. hotels yeah. yeah so i recommend that and i think we're gonna probably try that at some point maybe mid-summer like summer next year yeah uh and just because it's a little more relaxing than like the rides are more thrilling but the experience is a little more relaxing than the, at the resort yeah and then yeah. The disney just because you could walk everywhere or you could take the bus if you want yeah. like but the resorts are so on top. Like, everything's on top. It's like Disneyland. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, whereas at Disney World, it, you you are very heavily reliant on transportation and getting to and from and dealing with you know, yeah. everything. Because it's huge. So, anyway. Well, that's going to be our recap of our uh, of our trip. Uh, if you have any questions about it, please, uh, please you can email uh, mousebirds at 
uh, gmail.com. If you want any help planning a Universal or Disney vacation, once again, contact our sponsor, which is the three of us, uh, at TTA Vacations at gmail.com. Uh, on behalf of Laurel and Rachel, this is Ron saying thank you, and we'll talk to you next week. Thank you. Have a good night, everybody.